with me, Lucy Parsons. Welcome to today's show. Today we're talking all about A-level chemistry, what it's like and how to succeed when you're studying it with my guest, Kirti Permiser, who is also an academic coach on my team, as well as being an A-level chemistry tutor, as well as A-level psychology. She did the A-level psychology masterclass in the club and she also did all the GCSE science masterclasses in the Extraordinaries Club. Um, But she's talking to us today about A-level chemistry and um, we're having this conversation just before um, the How to Revise A-Level Chemistry Masterclass, which Kirti has recorded for the Extraordinaries Club and for all the members. And before we go into the conversation, just because Kirti mentions the masterclass several times, I wanted to tell you a little bit about it. So in the masterclass, like all of the Extraordinaries Club masterclasses, we cover things like where students commonly go wrong with their revision for a subject. We cover things like exam technique and revision techniques. But in this masterclass, Kirti is also talking about which GCSE chemistry content you need to be 100% up to speed with in order to succeed in A-level chemistry. So making sure you've got that GCSE foundation solidly in place before you start building on it at A-level. In the masterclass, she also talks about a really special revision technique that I've not heard of anywhere else um, that she uses to help A-level chemistry students cut down the amount of time they spend notes and really focus in on the information that matters in for them to learn um, to make sense of their chemistry specification. Um, And she talks about common mistakes that students make and A-level chemistry exam technique, as well as resources that are useful and freely available to people on the internet. So if you'd like to sign up for that, the link to the sign up page is in today's show notes. So you can find today's show notes at lifemoreextraordinary.com forward slash a-level chemistry that's all one word a-level chemistry no dashes in it so that's where you find we'll also find all the links that we mention in today's episode so let's go on over to today's interview Formula, Katie Permiser. Hi Lucy, it's great to be back. To it is, you are about chemistry this time. Yeah, you're back because the first interview we did with you was about your work with us as an academic coach. Yes. Um, but you've done lots and lots of other stuff for us, um, including the GCSE science masterclasses in the Extraordinaries Club. You did the psychology A-level masterclass and now you're here to talk about the chemistry A-level masterclass. So yes, very much so. (laughs) You've contributed so much and that's for a very good reason because you're very, very good at explaining this stuff. So let's dig into chemistry A-level. So chemistry has a reputation as being one of the hardest A-levels out there. Is that true? Um, 
I'd say that I wouldn't say it's one of the hardest A-levels out there. I would say that it does have, it does require a range of skills that students might find a little bit jarring when they first start. Um, chemistry is very much midway between biology and physics. It requires quite a lot of memory. Um, you need to memorize quite a lot of material, but you also need to apply it and use a lot of mathematics. So if you're someone who is studying um, A-level math, A-level physics and A-level biology, you will definitely have um, be using the same skills in chemistry as well. It's just about making sure that you're integrating those skills as you learn them. Yeah. And I do think there's a certain element of the mental like concept of chemistry a lot of students start the year thinking that this is going to be extremely hard and it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy but like any other subject being consistent and having a plan is what works it, it applies for everything else is definitely the case for chemistry you need to be consistent and you'll be fine I, it's really interesting that you say you know that there's those other subjects that complement chemistry and the skills you need for chemistry I, I, I did a level chemistry and I did biology and geography as well and there was overlap between all of those three subjects and that really helped I didn't get an awful lot of mathematical input from my other subjects which um, was where I have always struggled but I remember one academic coaching client I had a couple of years ago and she was doing a level chemistry and I think she was doing English and psychology and she really, really struggled with the chemistry because she just didn't have that overlap with the other subjects that she was doing. And so it was all kind of new and it wasn't reinforced by any of the yeah. other subjects. That she I mean, I, I do think that that might be one of the biggest challenges. You do deal a lot of A-level chemistry teachers are experts in their field and they have they possibly might have forgotten what it feels like to be starting at the beginning of the subject and not really knowing where to go. But I would say that um, the skills that you've learned in during your GCSEs on how to learn math and how to memorize huge numbers of quotes and all sorts of material for your essays in English and so on are still relevant here. And I mean, even within the external the extraordinaries club, you, there are masterclasses on mathematics and on biology and so on. And I've had a look at them, and they give a lot of made lots and lots of hints and tips on how to actually study so you might not be studying the content but it's always worth having a look just to learn the tips and techniques and from that, the that's actually a really valuable point that you can learn a lot from how people study other subjects absolutely and you know see what applies or might be worth experimenting with for the subjects that absolutely yeah don't don't stick yourself in a subject silo <laughs> look at what yes. else is doing yeah I mean it's STEM you know like it's sciences or sciences we we have a tendency to think of them as being separate because that's how we're taught them but the skills are the same you need very similar skills and you know learn what you can from wherever you can <laughs> that's definitely relevant here yeah the other thing I think to say about chemistry is that it's really well respected as an A-level yes. isn't it and it's Absolutely. also very important that if you want to go into a kind of medical career that you mm -hmm. have a chemistry A-level and a few too many people decide they want to be doctors in the sixth form not having taken A-level chemistry and there are yeah. medical schools aren't there that will take people without A-level chemistry but you get a much much wider choice if you do have it don't you. 
I mean, I'm actually not sure there are any medical schools left that take students without chemistry. Okay. If you check most um, undergraduate requirements, um, biology is not required. Mathematics is not necessarily required. The one that they ask for is chemistry. And that's, that's really down to the fact that A-level chemistry requires this huge range of skills, which becomes really useful in any kind of STEM-based career. It's also becoming really important for students who are thinking of applying to the States to study in university, because as a science subject, since they often apply for broader degrees, um, as a science subject, chemistry is really the one that student that universities love, um, unless you're, you're keen to, on doing physics, which is a whole other thing <laughs> and has its own like sets of merit so you know it's 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 a great it, it is a challenging a level but it's not impossible to do oh, if you have I've done it. you've done it <laughs> i've done it as well <laughs> so um, it's very it's possible. consistent <laughs> yeah okay that's fantastic so it, it's it's an A-level, basically. It's not overly hard. It's just it's got quite a unique blend of skills. But yes. if you're willing to put the work in, then you will succeed. Yes, and, absolutely. Okay, so in terms of um, moving from GCSE chemistry or GCSE science, indeed, um, how big a jump is it up to A-level chemistry? It's a pretty big jump. Like, I think the, the amount of content covered in GCSEs is barely recapped and covered really within the equivalent of a month in the A-levels and it can seem quite jarring for students as they start. That being said, I know that a lot of students have a perception that whatever they've learned before is irrelevant. That is absolutely not true. You are not starting an A-level and you will not be told that everything you've learned before is a lie. That is not true. It's not a lie. It's just a bit more complicated than what you, what you knew before. So um, there is one thing that I do recommend my students. Whenever I hear that a student is thinking of doing A-level chemistry, you absolutely do need to do a bit of summer work. Like make sure that you know your concepts and especially your mathematical skills mm -hmm. and make sure you're comfortable with that because those topics won't really be recapped. If it's something you're starting at the beginning of the year, and you haven't had the chance to go over it um, over the summer, it's always a good idea to have your GCSE notes, your basics on how to calculate your reacting masses and your gas volumes and all of that stuff ready to be referred back to if you ever need it. Those things won't necessarily be addressed again. Mm -hmm. um, and you are expected to know that before you move on to a level. And that's why a lot of schools and colleges will expect you to often have a grade seven in GCSE chemistry. Absolutely. Yeah, because you really need a really solid grasp of all that GCSE content to be able to like make that jump and not, you know, be going back and revising it all the time. Yes, absolutely. And if people are looking for resources, the, uh, the GCSE chemistry masterclass you did in the club, it, you know, is a fantastic overview of all the content of GCSE chemistry so if definitely and I mean that, you can place to go absolutely and there are um, that masterclass also links you to quite a, to a series of notes and resources that you can use to refresh your memory mm -hmm. so it's always worth having those basics down make sure that the foundation is solid before you move forward chemistry really isn't 
the sort A level chemistry anyway really isn't the sort of subject that you can kind of postpone learning certain aspects for. You kind of need to be consistent and just build on the foundation and add more complexity to it as the year goes. And it's not impossible to do. It's not challenging to do. It just requires you to be really well planned. And yeah, it's, it's, like building, plan. it's like building a house, isn't it? You need strong yes, foundations, yes. which is your GCSE knowledge. And then you don't build the first floor before you've built the ground floor, do you? You have to build Absolutely. the ground floor and you build the knowledge course of bricks by course of bricks by by course of bricks until you've got that whole house, don't you? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So what's the best way to start A-level chemistry successfully? So I would strongly recommend having a really good grasp on your chemistry calculations. Um, that's often the first topic that's covered. Um, back titrations particularly tend to be something that students find quite challenging. Um, I personally do recommend um, breaking down questions and drawing out diagrams as you address those and I will be talking about this in a bit more detail as we go through worked examples in the A-level chemistry masterclass um, but that would basically be the first thing I would say like be prepared with those basic mathematical skills um, if anything the beginning of any A-level is a little bit challenging because you're suddenly dealing with much bigger textbooks um, you're expected to be doing a lot more independent work. And one of the plus things, one of the positive things about chemistry is that we all start off with, well, most of us do start off with the mathematical part of it. And this is something you know. So being comfortable with this at the beginning gives you a little bit of a breathing space so that you can adapt to what's happening at school and what you're learning and still be comfortable at the very beginning. So that would be the first thing I would recommend. The other thing is, definitely have um make a list of resources you know like I will be mentioning quite a few in the masterclass itself but one of the big one of the best things about learning today is just the sheer availability of YouTube channels resources um revision summaries guides you don't necessarily need a big textbook anymore it's all there and it's all online and one of the best things you can do for yourself is have a list of resources that you can go back to and supplement your work as you go along. So if you start off strong, um, as a student, you will find it a lot easier, even when the topics get a little bit more challenging. So th this is something that often comes up when I'm talking to people about the transition from GCSE to A-level. And indeed, it was something that Artie really emphasised when we were... Um, talking about the um, A-level biology masterclass was, you know, students often start the sixth form kind of breathing a bit of a sigh of relief after they finished their GCSEs thinking, mm -hmm. oh, that's over, you know, I can relax <laughs> now for a bit. Yes. But actually, you know, the very best thing you can do for yourself is start the sixth form with a really solid routine of work you know, recapping what you're learning in class, doing the extra reading and all that kind of thing. Because, you know, if you start that two months down the road or nine months down the road, as some students do, mm -hmm. you know, there's an awful lot to catch up on. And um, basically it's too late by the time. I mean, it's never properly too late, but it is 
you're making life a great deal harder for yourself aren't you I mean I think it is important to bear in mind that um, when you're signing up for certain subjects such as chemistry maths and so on and so forth that they are challenging subjects that have a reputation for a reason and that's why they are so heavily respected within by universities when you get great grades in them and I mean this at the risk of sounding cliche I think it's important to respect the subject that you're engaging with if you're taking making a decision to take that through your A-levels, then be ready for it. And it's definitely a subject you have to engage with. You have to do extra reading. You have to really be, um, again, <laughs> consistent with. Mm-hmm. Um, but the payoff is huge. Yes. You learn a great range of skills. It's very well respected. And it gives you um, access to a wide range of degrees as well. So yes. it's worth putting in the work. And absolutely, after your GCSEs, I think during the summer, definitely, definitely have a break. But for any A-level out there, I would definitely recommend spending at least one or two weeks before your actual A-level start, just making sure you're comfortable with what you're going to, with the basics of what you're planning on studying. Yeah, it's just good common sense. And it just makes life easier for you as well. You've got Christmas to rest a little bit over. It's fine. There is time for the year. (laughs) Yeah, oh, definitely. And um, yeah, just for anybody who's interested, another thing we have in the Extraordinaries Club is a stepping up to sixth form masterclass, um, which is all about, you know, getting those foundations of how to be consistent and what how much you should be doing outside class and, you know, what, what are your motivations and all that kind of thing so that you do get those good routines in place straight away rather than discovering four five six months down the road that oops I should have been doing it (laughs) yes yeah absolutely okay so um what revision mistakes do students make with a-level chemistry um I think that students tend to not really realize um how much they need to memorize and how much they need to apply so I've often noticed students will either jump right into practicing questions without actually having consolidated their understanding of things or they will focus on memorizing everything and won't do the practice. This is definitely a subject where you need to do both. And there's actually um, something that I'll be talking about in the masterclass called concept cards, which is kind of a quick way of remembering and memorizing things and how you can use that in conjunction with the revision power hour which is something the extraordinaries club speaks about um yeah and i can put a link to a blog post about the power hour in in, in the show notes for today's episode so um yeah, people it can access that without joining the club yeah Definitely. And I mean, because there is so much content, there is also a tendency for students who, like any other sub, um, content-heavy subject, students will focus on making these beautiful, lovely notes that look gorgeous, take so much time, and then, you know, there's just not enough time to do that on a regular basis. So there are ways, tricks of the trade, and there are ways to make those notes in a quicker fashion that can help. And that's something we will be exploring a lot more um, in, in a lot more detail in the masterclass itself. Yeah, and I did do a podcast episode a couple of weeks ago about, you know, this particular problem because Artie talked about it as well in the biology um, um, 
um, podcast episode and so I, I did I did a specific um podcast about how to stop obsessing over what your revision notes look like and actually how to make them into something really useful for you yes. to do so I'll link to that in today's show notes as well if people are interested in that so um basically the, the biggest mistake is people well two mistakes people not doing both the content revision and the skills revision like the past papers mm-hmm. and people obsessing over the beauty of their show notes and when they ought to be working documents <laughs> so Pretty much yes did I just say show notes or revision notes I don't know I'm guessing I think you might have said show notes I'm not sure <laughs> <laughs> I meant revision notes <laughs> um are there any other mistakes that people make with um a level chemistry revision Um, I think it is really important to plan your chemistry revision ahead of time. Um, You have your exam, your exam, your syllabus is available to you. So make sure you have your exam board, make sure you have your resources and plan things ahead. I think that's something that's mentioned in the A-level biology masterclass as well. The use of an Excel spreadsheet to just keep track of everything that you're doing is something that's very important in chemistry as well. It's very easy to become overwhelmed. Um, with the sheer amount of content and the different topics you're covering and often um, in most six forms you will often be given two teachers who will be covering two topics simultaneously and that can make it seem a little bit more complicated that being said if you keep track of it via an excel spreadsheet make sure that you know which notes you have created which concept cards you've created already and what you've actually practiced Um, it can make dealing with revision a lot easier in the long term if only um so that you know what you actually need a little bit of extra work on and what you need to go and um ask your teacher about so practice make notes keep track of them brilliant fantastic freaky things fantastic okay should you be doing anything extra on top of the classwork and homework and we've talked a bit about revision and how you need to make revision resources as you go along is there anything else basically um I think one of the things that I think is quite different in the masterclass that I deliver compared to before is the fact that I don't actually talk about examples that much and there's a reason for that chemistry is a very broad subject and the syllabus has consistently changed but the content is the same across all boards and there is a certain amount of independent work required for, from you. So often teachers will teach you the basics because that's all we really have time for in a class setting. You are expected to go and do some extra reading just to understand the concept. For example, if you're being taught about equilibria, it's worth doing a bit of reading to see where that applies in industries and where people actually use it because those um, real life concepts are often then examined in papers so I would definitely say that as you prepare your notes consistently um, to do a little bit of extra reading watch the YouTube videos check chem guide out um, do some reading in your textbooks and add anything interesting if only to make it more relevant to you so that you can address questions afterwards if that makes sense yeah it does make complete sense so um because of the nature of a-level chemistry there's a lot of application questions aren't there and absolutely those, yes. those are the, for people who don't know application questions are where you are given a scenario or some data or something like that 
and you're asked to use what you know to kind of interpret it or take it a bit further, aren't you? And so if you've read around how this particular concept in chemistry applies in different real world situations, the application questions are going to be much easier for you because you can see, you, you know, you just haven't, you haven't learned about this concept in isolation. You can see its application in the wider world, can't you? Absolutely. And I mean, it's worth always checking out questions from other boards as well, because the more questions you look at, the more of a range of resources you have, um, the more exposure you have to the different settings and the different application questions that are possible. And the content is the same. Um, organic chemistry doesn't magically change from AQA to Excel. It's still the same content. So go for as many questions as you can, build up that extra knowledge and watch videos and clips and really build your knowledge around it. And that's something important in the context of interviews as well. So often students who are studying A-level chemistry, if you're going for something like a medical degree or a medical interview or any sort of STEM-based interview, um, you will often be asked to explain chemical chemistry concepts or to apply them in certain settings. And what the chemistry A-level does is it gives you the theory behind it but the application is something you need to do your research around if only it, it could mean reading articles or watching youtube clips or um reading your textbook and reading those extra bits in the boxes over there because that is really what builds your understanding around it and when you understand it answering questions is a lot easier definitely yeah definitely okay um it, chemistry is a science and science is based on practicals um, so can you tell us anything about how to approach that side of chemistry? Yes absolutely um, experiments in chemistry are actually fundamental I do teach the other scientists as well and I would argue that chemistry has um, requires a practical skill knowledge that is really really broad if anything you have to learn about reactants you have to learn about conditions and that's actually something a lot of students find challenging because it's a huge amount of content to cover um, one thing I would definitely recommend is there are multiple channels on YouTube such as Malmesbury Science and so on which um, actually carry where they actually carry out the practical in front of you so as you're going through it at school make sure that you watch it and make notes about it and honestly something that I've, I've done and I would recommend students do like I did it as a student myself and I would recommend students do it themselves is have a list of react of reactions have a list of required reactants and observations and just keep adding to it as the year goes along it is definitely we we I, I know we've just spoken about application but chemistry is a very sub content heavy subject as well and your reactants, conditions and experimental techniques are things you need to be able to rattle off um, whenever required. So having a, a list that you're constantly adding to and reviewing is a good idea, Fantastic. if only to remember it. Yeah, it's like having a crib sheet, isn't it? Of Absolutely. A crib sheet you constantly update. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Okay, is there anything else about A-levels chemistry that you'd like to tell us about? <laughs> 
I mean, honestly, I I think I just want to tell students not to be scared. I think it, it, it does become, you hear a lot about chemistry and students do find it very hard. And I think if you type in A-level chemistry in, on Google, one of the first things that comes up is videos of students saying how hard it was and how much they cried before they got their A-star. And it is challenging. You have to respect the subject. But it's not impossible to do. People have been doing it for decades and they've been doing it well. Um, it requires discipline, but I would argue that's not a bad thing. It's, it's an essential no skill. Actually, from other, any other A-level subject in that respect, is there? There we go. And, and I definitely think that with chemistry, there is a certain amount of happiness that comes from at that point when you really understand the subject and I see it every year with students when they kind of go from this is really hard to oh this is really hard but I understand it and that moment is just golden so you know give yourself that opportunity like don't shoot yourself in the foot keep stay consistent and you know you'll be fine Definitely. Yeah, definitely. That's such a positive message to leave people with. So yeah, if you would like um, to learn in more detail from Kirti, the A-level chemistry masterclass will be in the Extraordinaries Club from the beginning of April 2021. Um, it's going to be a pre-recorded session, so it'll be broken down into smaller videos. Um, so it's really accessible for people to work through and just really get their heads around how to approach the revision of A-level chemistry without um, that overwhelm that too many people feel. It, it is literally about breaking it down and knowing what you're doing and then you're off. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Okay, thank you so much, Katie, for being thank here. Thank you, Sue. <laughs> and thank you, everybody, for listening. Have a wonderful day and goodbye.